Sunday, August 11, 2019, 5.25 p.m. Hi, C. I worked until 7 p.m. last night. It was uneventful. I think I'm doing a good job. I didn't want to go back to my hotel yet, so I looked for a geocache. There was one very near me, and I caught it. Earned my North Carolina souvenir for my first geocache find in the state. I then went to a boba tea place. I was pleasantly surprised because it's a franchise from Taiwan that's popular in the Philippines. It was too sweet. While I was sipping on my tea and munching on the boba, my old stock trading group friend P told me he's going to be a dad. I called him immediately. We had a nice 15-minute conversation about how he's so excited. I told him about my recent personal developments. I haven't seen him in over a year. I went back to my hotel. I cooked my dinner and recorded episodes for my podcast. I felt fine. I think focusing on something makes me calmer. Also, having an action plan helps. Or maybe it's just that it was a Saturday and there really wasn't anything I could do with a situation right there. I played some friends episodes while cooking and eating dinner. I wasn't feeling very serene about Buffalo Chick. I tried to remind myself that there's nothing I can do about that either. I think I focus on my perceived rejection and I give her chances to reject me. I am disappointed that I am pining after someone who I like so much but who doesn't like me, like really like me. I went on Tinder and swiped on some people and then I slept. I dreamt I was going on a road trip, or I was on a road trip, went to the bar where Buffalo Chick works on Thursdays. She couldn't sit with me, then bought peaches with my mom. Buffalo Chick left in a motorcycle. I woke up occasionally wanting to just sleep and be calm and maybe just end it all. I focused on my breath again. I fell back to sleep and dreamt I woke up in my room in Manila. My bathroom was flooded. There were things clogging up the drain. I unclogged it by pouring water in and letting the debris, which were aerosol cans and random things, float up. I woke up a little before nine. I've slept nine hours. I lied in my dark room, willing myself to get up so I can start my day. I felt like I wanted to give up and just give up. I went as far as the bathroom and then went back into bed. I think I was feeling bad about Buffalo Chick not texting or just about her in general. She doesn't like me in that way and it pains me. I replied to a couple of girls who I matched with overnight. I decided to eat breakfast before they closed the breakfast buffet. The same food over and over can get a little tiring but I try not to be ungrateful. I decided to take a shower. Buffalo Chick played her turn at breakfast and I didn't immediately take my turn and then texted me while I was showering. She asked me a bunch of questions, like where have my adventures taken me now, and which job I took, and if anyone has given me free stuff lately. I decided I will answer once I got to the place I was going. It's the Goodnight Museum Park. I told her that I'm in North Carolina. I'm still considering my Austin or Buffalo options. I told, about, I told her about my encounter with B, the second gas station lady. I was walking along the trail and realized I'd do better with my bike. I took my bike and inter internally cursed the hills of Raleigh. I got several times, I got lost several times despite consulting the maps.
I got to talking with a woman who I passed earlier while she was walking her bike up a hill. We exchanged numbers. Her name is Carrie. I've been, she's been moving around, going up, growing up, but has stayed in Raleigh for 20 years. I finally found the cloud chamber for the trees and the sky. It's a large camera obscura structure that projects an inverted outside view into inside the hut. I spent about an hour inside that little hut waiting for my eyes to adjust and I'm glad I did. It was a serene experience. Possibly the closest I've had to a religious encounter in years. I loved seeing the scenery outside gradually unfold as my eyes adjusted to the dim lighting. I loved seeing the blues of the sky and the whites from the clouds. I finally got to see bits of the green from the leaves. I felt so good in that cool, dark, and dirty room. I held onto my bike's front wheel and it felt like I was holding a dear one's hand. I trudged up yet more hills, stopped at a fast food place, and then went to the Arboretum. It was a nice lovely walk, lots of cool flowers, saw a pink pineapple. A kind person approached me and said that it appears a pen has bled into my back pocket. I thanked them and said I don't mind. I was already all sorts of dirty from being out in the woods and super overdressed in cockies that a pen stain is just fine. At the end of my day, or at the end of the day, my pants are just another material thing. I left the arboretum. Buffalo Chick was texting saying she was good and she was a wingman for her gay best friend last night. He is divorcing his husband. I told her that I'm glad she got him to go out and that he's cute and a good person and I hope he'll find his way. He talked about how it appears a lot of her friends are in rocky relationships right now. She claims midlife, midlife crises and change is hard. I said yeah they are and pointed out that it took her a few years to do it. I was messaging with someone named Lori on Tinder. It's nothing earth shattering, but if it turns into company for dinner tonight, I'm fine with it. She was suggesting a rooftop bar in Durham. It's almost as if I don't have space in my life or my heart for someone new. I was happy today just exploring despite bringing home like half of the woods in my pants. There was a time in that little hut that I was even relieved that I was alone. I think I'll have dinner in my hotel room instead of going out. Kind of want to catch the sunset over the Raleigh skyline, but I'm feeling tired now. Thanks, C. Writing this makes me feel less alone. Monday, August 12, 2019, 3.46 p.m. I said, update. Austin called me right as I was taking my break in my hotel room. They said the assignment is just through September, so I started begging off. They said they'll still keep me in case because the client is keen on me and their recruiter will see about a longer and more solid commitment from them. Buffalo also called me. Interview is Thursday. Having one of the choices taken out helped. Also, someone in my review room made coffee with tons of hazelnut, hazelnut creamer. I thought of you. 5.22 p.m. Hi, C. I drank a bottle and a half of that spiked lemonade I got while having dinner. It gave me a raging headache and I decided to lie down. I ended up sleeping from 6.30pm to 9.30pm. I think I'll just finish off the last bottle I have sometime and then lay off the booze. I don't like the idea of me being dependent on it to relax. 
I woke up and didn't sleep until almost 2 a.m. I was just in bed trying to sleep, listening to my breathing. I did try to look for someone to meet using those apps. I was unsuccessful and I kind of didn't really want to anyway. I felt like I just wanted someone to talk to. I dreamt that I had sex twice with a married man. He was cute. I was on top. I just used him. There was no emotional connection. He was married to a woman I was attracted to and who I thought was nice. She came into my room, looked in the mirror, and said her arms were too flabby. She had tape on them to control the flab. I still thought she was beautiful. I woke up at 7.20 not wanting to go to work at 8 planned. I was thankful that I didn't have to miss some time. I lounged about for 20 minutes and then had breakfast. I tried to stay calm. I noted how crunchy my waffles were this morning and thought about how I might slip on some ice and buffalo and break my bones. I wondered how people walked about in ice wearing business clothes and resolved to Google it later when I'd really need to think about it. I got ready for work. I was okay. I told myself I couldn't do anything for now except go to work. I prepared my lunch and cleaned up a little. I'm not liking sitting around in front of the computer the whole day. I do take breaks, but this can't be healthy at all. I forgot how monotonous, monotonous this gig is. It's still cool though. My seatmate engages me in conversation and she got my number so I can teach her about cryptocurrencies. Austin called me as I w went back to my hotel room for the mandatory break. I like that no bridges are burned and they are understanding. They even offered to see if they can get the client to commit to a longer time period. I'm not holding my breath, but I appreciate that they like me. Buffalo called twice, once to ask what day I was available this week and another to confirm the appointment. I'm seeing them Thursday. I'm apparently not the only candidate anymore, but the recruiter said I have the best shot out of all three. There were times when I thought about Buffalo Chick. I brushed it off, or I try. You were, of course, right when you said I'll have less time to think of her when I'm working. I did think of E briefly last night. I considered that I haven't really thought much or of or longed for her, or I, for that matter. It gave me some hope that I will probably move on from Buffalo Chick once I truly realize that she is not for me, and I am ready to go. For now, I still sometimes yearn no matter how pathetic I think it sounds. I consider that before I got over women by replacing them with someone else. I have for a while now been trying to quote-unquote replace women with quote-unquote myself. It's proving a little difficult and unintuitive, but it, it takes practice. I'm going to try to work until 8.30 tonight so I can make up for not being here the whole day Thursday. I'll probably just have dinner and rest. Maybe look up my plane ticket to Buffalo and think about my living arrangements here or there. Thank you, C. Tuesday, August 13, 2019, 5.13 p.m. Hi, C. I worked 11 hours yesterday. It was a little brutal. I went to Walmart to get some isopropyl alcohol for the ink stain on my pants. Finally got rid of it. I went home, or I should say, back to my hotel. It feels like home for now, though. I'll have to figure out my next week as I am checking out tomorrow. I might extend.
I'm not sure yet. I reheated my leftovers from cooking the other night and ate with my laptop in front of me so I could watch old friends' episodes. I drank some water and spilled it all over my laptop. I had the presence of mind to turn it off immediately and got a towel. I wasn't angry with myself. I was just sorry I couldn't use my laptop for at least 24 hours. I finished eating and then Sarah from Tinder sent me a message. She's been asking about my day and seemed fascinated by this period in my life. I like that she asks me things and gets me to talk. Other people just let me t- just let me let them talk about themselves. She is a teacher and she's a little younger than me too and she's engaging. We talk about what making and the comfort of warm beds. I felt so good after my warm shower. It was the best one ever. I think it's because I was properly tired from a full day of work. I played for the second night in a row. I didn't have the urge to look for companionship. Well, I was lonely, but I was lonely for something else. I tried not to think about all the things and people who I miss. I FaceTimed with Casper and choked up a bit seeing him and his response to my voice. I slept after tiring myself out. I woke up around 7 and decided to sleep some more. Sarah texted me back saying she fell asleep as I was in the shower and she hopes I have a good day. I keep thinking it's Thursday today. I went to have breakfast. I texted with R a little. She's having a hard time at work. I wasn't surprised because she always has trouble with authority. I was just there as a friend and it was enough. I texted Buffalo Chick asking how she is and told her I'm flying into Buffalo for the interview. I told her I begged off on the Austin gig and that I'm near Raleigh. She asked where I was. We texted sporadically. Her divorce will be final on Thursday and she is looking to change her name. I told her she's going to be okay and left it at that. I'm not mad at myself for feeling the way I do. It just is. I do want to change though, so I can be open to opportunities I might miss if I have tunnel vision with Buffalo Chick. Plus, I can't be scoping out women when my life is in flux like this. My seatmate, A, is nice. She asks me about things too and thinks it's cool that I drive a truck. She may think I'm a little aloof because she told me she was stepping out while I was typing this and I might have been all, okay, that's cool. And she told me that I seemed like I didn't care or something. I don't know. I'm currently not freaking out. I made a list of the things I needed to do before the interview and for tonight. It's been raining hard this afternoon, so I might not be able to do some of the shopping I need done, but I'll see. Trying not to freak out. Having a plan, however vague, helps. I just noticed how that none of my plans involve Buffalo Chick. There was a moment earlier in the day, though, that I thought about the possibility that I am in love with the idea of her. I imagined she and I being hung up on each other for years. I don't really know much of how she is in real life, and she's been on far more dates with other people. I'll wait and see, slash live my life, and wait for the feeling to go away. Still so attracted to her. Ugh, broken bird, train wreck, heartbreak. Still at work. I'll stay until maybe 8. I've kind of been watching a movie in the background to while away the time while I review documents. This isn't for me long term. Thank you, C. Wednesday, August 14th, 2019, 8.24pm. Hi, C. After work, I just had dinner, then shopped for clothes. 
it was super stressful because I was in a rush and I didn't know if anything will fit. I don't like the disappointment when something I like doesn't fit. I also feel it also feels uncomfortable when something looks good but isn't really my usual style. I found a couple of nice pieces, some nice girly clothes, and a new friend in quick succession. I was just shopping when a kindly old lady struck up a conversation with me. She's Buddhist, was an army brat, ridden with arthritis all over her body. She guessed that I was Filipino and she volunteers at the Museum of Natural Sciences. We exchanged numbers and just like that I have a North Carolina mom. I was again told that I was confident. I thanked her, but I told her that I was doing most of this while scared out of my wits. She's 71 and her name is Jay. She has been texting me today about a flea market over the weekend. I got back and took out some clothes from the back of my truck. The inside of the bin smelled like my closet in Houston. I got filled with little pangs of longing, but I needed to hurry and get laundry and other things done. You were right about not having time to wallow. I still wallow, though. As I was going back to my room, I was again questioning myself whether all of this is a lie to myself. I sometimes feel like I don't know what I'm doing and that maybe I should just run back to my comfort zone and stay there. I want to go back to you. I had this urge to be called out on my BS because I was doubting whether any of this is just that. I, call, I cooked a little and then tried out my clothes for the interview. I asked for help choosing from the group chats my cousin and cousins and sister were. Settled on an outfit and packed. I showered and then did my laundry. I booked my Buffalo Hotel. By the time I finished, it was almost 2 a.m. It's funny how much time works. Time work takes out of one's day. I still think about Buffalo Chick from time to time. I'm trying to recreate the associations in my brain that no good will come out of pursuing her. I slept soundly. I woke up thinking about all the things I needed to do today. I tried to extend my stay at the hotel, but there itch. I ended up deciding to not extend and just check out today. I will have to figure out living arrangements for Thursday night when I get back. I packed up my stuff into my truck yet again and called my personal concierge for the hotel chain. Sue has been there for me whenever I was in a hotel situation bind. She asked me about my bar exam, like because we spoke in May about it, and gave me a little pep talk about things that are meant to be. Her husband is a lawyer and she went to law school too. It felt good that someone from Omaha, Nebraska thinks of me and wishes me well. I got my issue resolved about my points and went on my way to work. I teared up several times on my desk. Just an overwhelming feeling of, I don't know what I'm doing, and what am I going to do after this, and I miss my therapist, and am I horribly flawed and can't work? I was usually able to get it together enough and focus on work again when I told myself, there's nothing I can do about it right now. I was thankful that someone is paying me for work I can do. Just feeling there has to be more than that in life, though. I don't like earning money for the sake of it. At least not anymore. My seatmate and I spoke sporadically. She brought up that she was thinking of renting out her downstairs floor when I mentioned I'm looking for a place. 
She invited me to meditation and journaling activities she was hosting in some grassy area in front of a cafe on Friday. We're working, but I think I want to go. She does claim, though, that she is some sort of healer, so that kind of makes me my spidey sense tingle. I texted Buffalo Chick that she is so dead after she left an opening for the triple word score space in words. I asked her what she's up to, and she replied and asked me what I was up to. I said I was busy with work and the interview. I still get a little frustrated that I didn't work out between us. I pursue the line of thought that even if we were in a relationship, I'll be riddled with trust issues and it just won't be right, probably. I try not to think that her unavailability entices me more. I try not to get caught up in my thoughts about how much I miss things, like therapy and the clarity it brings, and I take breaks. Maybe once I get the buffalo job sorted out, my head will be clearer. I do know, though, that I might think about whether refusing the Austin job might have been a mistake if I had to choose between North Carolina and Austin. I'll have to see. I went back to the hotel. I parked my car. I checked out and rode the shuttle to the airport. The shuttle lady talked me, uh, to me about her trip to Australia and told me how confident and free I am. I thanked her and didn't negate it. I'm a little early for my flight, but I'm using this time to find my gate, browse the airport shops, and keep up on my correspondences. I have a super girly outfit for tomorrow. Florals. I must admit I look good in florals. And it looks good. Major life reconfiguration. I don't feel empty. In fact, multiple times during this adventure, I felt like I was alive and finally joining their universe. But it kind of feels like something is missing. I've been alone and not lonely, but I still kind of do get lonely. Like I look like I don't really belong anywhere yet except wherever I am at the moment. Thank you, C. When can we have a session, please? I'm working now, but you know I will make time for you any time of the day. Thursday, August 15, 2019. It's 5.03 p.m. Hi, C. Flight to Washington was a little delayed. I ate the air- at the airport and observed how many people were just looking at their phones. I enjoyed a beautiful sunset from the plane. My flight to Buffalo was delayed and they changed gates. I ended up talking to a beautiful, petite, blonde, older, 45-year-old lady who was a cyclist and was a vegetarian slash vegan for years, for 10 years. We spoke for more than an hour. She told me about how she has lived in Texas and North Carolina. Her mind was blown when I showed her how to pull up trails on the Google Maps app. We exchanged numbers and well wishes. I told her about my plans and she said we should ride together when I'm settled in Buffalo. She seemed, she said I seemed like such a calm person. Buffalo people are just so friendly. She was waiting for me at the gate when we landed and made sure I knew where I was going. We hugged and said goodnight. We texted a little this morning. I don't think anything will come of it, but it's great to meet a new friend. I got to the hotel at 2 a.m. and was just happy to have a place to sleep. I still woke up at 7.30, but I slept lightly until past 8. I had breakfast downstairs and looked out the window at the skies. I'm not sure why I like buffalo so much. I tried not to be upset during breakfast and just focus on my food and not having any expectations for the interview today. I got ready and replied to a few people. 
I was early, so I just waited downstairs. The hotel shuttle kindly took me to where I needed to be. I felt a little nervous, but it also felt like I was scoping the place out as much as they are scoping me out. Interview questions were fine. I think I have a good shot at it, but I was almost not allowing myself to like the opera too much so that if I don't get it, I won't be disappointed. I focus on just letting it be. I got the shuttle back to the hotel and changed. Lunch at the hotel was good. The recruiter called to check on me about the interview. He thinks I have a pretty good chance at the job, but again, I am not getting my hopes up too much. It is still a temp position and it really isn't all that much money. They don't need a person with a law degree to do the job. I see it just as just another foot in the door and an opportunity for a different career. Buffalo Chick asked me right after the interview how it went. I told her it went well and I had to stop myself from saying the part about not wanting to like the job too much. I remember telling her long ago that I didn't even want to ask her for her last name for fear I will like her too much. Oh, well. I don't like that I might be feeling better about her only because there were women who came along like Sarah, the teacher from North Carolina who I've been texting and A, the blonde cyclist from Buffalo I met last night. I tell myself that it is just part of the moving on process and I'm not necessarily jumping from girl to girl here. The shuttle took me to the airport and I took a nap at the gate, took over a row of seats and lied down like a hobo. I didn't really care. It's just funny because I think it's the first time I've done it. I don't even have a place to stay in North Carolina yet tonight. It's not exactly the most last-minute booking I've done yet, but it weighs on my mind when I haven't settled my accommodations. I tell myself that this is temporary and I'll get more or less settled in, the soon, in soon enough. I'm still at the airport. I'll keep thinking about where I'll stay tonight through the weekend. I need to be flexible in case I have to move back to Buffalo over the weekend. I have the anxious feeling, but I tell myself I'm not that scared. Thank you, C. My therapist replied, Good afternoon. There's a lot going on with you right now. Why all the talk of a career change? You can talk this weekend without work. I said, Good afternoon. You are, of course, right about the being busy with work part and the overthinking. I am never too busy for therapy, though. Say the time and we'll make it happen. The career change talk is me trying to soften the blow just in case I will have disappointed myself yet again. I quote unquote, it's okay, I have X. I'll be okay. She asked me, what are you supposed to find out? And I asked about the bar or today's interview. The bar probably mid-November. Interview early, earliest is tomorrow afternoon, latest is first half of next week. Okay, so no need to think about moving over the weekend, right? I said, if they tell me tomorrow afternoon, I can stall the onboarding process until like next week. Earliest I'll have to drive back will be Sunday, if ever. I'll look for a weekly place in Morrisville in the meantime. I said, will do. Thank you. And I sent her a selfie. And I said, waiting for the second flight to Raleigh. Good night. Friday, August 16, 2019, 5.05 p.m. Hi, C. I didn't have a good time on the plane to Raleigh. I was nauseated and had to control my thoughts about the turbulence from the air and the perceived turbulence in my life. 
It was hard not to picture the plane crashing and me expiring from the crash. It goes away after a while of breathing and not wanting the embarrassment of publicly puking. It wasn't much better after I got off the plane, though. I couldn't puke, but I felt like it. I kept tabs on the waste bins and potential restrooms and thinking if I'll hurl in the Uber. My seatmate on the plane was nice, though. We talked and exchanged numbers. He's a financial advisor from Buffalo, and he's going through a rough breakup. He wants to travel, too, but he's been busy. He said we should hang out if I do get the job in Buffalo. I got to my first hotel and picked up my medications from their fridge in my car. Checked in and unloaded in my hotel for the weekend. I was so miserable, I just took off all my clothes and slept. I was reminded of how exhausted I am and what it felt like to be properly tired from mental and physical activity. I dreamt that I was reviewing documents for a special project we were going to work on today. It was supposed to be a calendar, to be calendar files, and we would mark them as such. I found they were tied to extramarital affairs the person was having. There soon would be lots of pictures they took. It made me uncomfortable. I was tacking them very slowly, and I couldn't get my program to view it correctly. The project manager, manager had to tell me he's sorry she still has to police me in particular because I'm not doing a good job. Was afraid I'll get fired. I woke up early but slept until 8am. I had breakfast, I got dressed, I forgot my lunch, forgot my badge, and finally got to work. It's lucky I am staying just a mile down the road. R was showing me her potential apartment in Hong Kong and I was happy for her. My friend in Thailand is saying he will likely move back to Houston from Thailand with his now wife in a few months. So many things going on with everyone. Work is okay. It's almost mindless. My seatmate is very playful. She told me what her type in men was and asked me about what my type is. I told her what my type was. I, she's going to host this meditation slash journaling thing, but it rained so she says she will take it to her house. I got a little uncomfortable when she started joking about women dancing naked in the woods and how it'll be difficult to stand around naked in that one room in her house. I laughed it off. She said she liked to scandalize me. Sarah and I were texting a little. I feel like she's vetting me or trying to gauge just how much of a flight risk I am. She asked about my test in the interview and whether I will take it if I did get the job. She said she would too. I invited her to meet tonight, but she's not free, so we will meet tomorrow night. I texted Buffalo Chick first today about her divorce. I thought she was I thought she said it was final yesterday. It's not. It'll take a couple more weeks. I was just it was just something to text her about. I was thinking last night that I have a lot of things I don't like about her anyway, like her constant drinking, her partying, dancing on top of tables and such at bars. I wasn't unkind to myself. I was just sad that she isn't who I thought she was and now I have this thing for per for this person I don't really know. I can feel my heart shutting down and not being open to commitment. Just not being open in the first place. It's like I'm locking down my heart or something and I'm protecting myself from heartbreak. This may have been happening for a while since some girl I spoke to weeks ago, a redhead named Ryan, 
said, don't shut it down before I even get to know her. She never contacted me again. Maybe it's just me knowing I'm not going to stay long, so trying not to get too attached. I think I care too much sometimes, and I need to care about myself. I'm working until 6.30 today, and then I'll meet up with my co-worker to do the meditation somewhere. I'm looking forward to eating dinner out later. I'll probably be alone, that's okay. I didn't hear from the job, so I'll have to find accommodations for next week. Thank you, C. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'll check in with you in the morning, and you can let me know what time works for you. Saturday, August 17, 2019, 7.06 a.m. Good morning. I'm up. Working five and a half hours a day any time between 8 to 5. If you can give me about 20 minutes notice, I can pop out and get to my hotel room for our session. And then I said at 1.48, hi, off, to, off work in a few minutes, just let me know, thanks. And then around 5.21, she messaged me, hey, I'm at my daughter's soccer tournament. There was a rain delay, so I'm not sure when I will be home. And I said, hello, good luck, no worries. I have a date with Sarah at 7.30 tonight. I'm not sure when I'll be back either, but I'll let you know. I'm free most of tomorrow too. I'll work around your time. Saturday, August 17, 2019, 6.57 p.m. Hi, C. I went straight to the meditation meetup by my coworker after work. I was a little disappointed that it was a pre-recorded meditation from YouTube, but I liked the discussion afterwards. Everyone was so willing to be open and vulnerable. It was a beautiful experience. She made us write our fears down and burn them. I wrote mine, dinosaurs, being alone, being rejected, not being good enough, not knowing, not being safe, becoming poor, and tossed it in the fire. It was alright, and I like hearing others talk about why, what they want to relinquish in their fears. They started talking about things that were a little hokey to me, but I was hoping to what they said as there is no way to know if it's true. They talked about near-death experiences and what sounded like out-of-body experiences and astral projection. My mom kept calling me, asking me where I was. She said she was having her heart palpitations. I told her gently through text that she needs to be okay with people not answering her call and that I'm at a meditation thing. She asked why I need it and told her, and I told her no reason, it's just good. I ended it there. My coworker offered me her spare room until I find out about New York. She has two kids and I'm not sure yet. I graciously thanked her for the offer and told her we'll talk more about it. I don't know if it's just my pride or my desire for privacy, who knew, that makes me pump the brakes a bit. Maybe it's also because she likes to scandalize me at work. I found an Asian place because I wanted tofu, vegetables, and rice. I then went back to my hotel room and took a nice warm shower. I felt good snuggling into my bed in the cold dark room. I texted with Sarah a bit and kind of made plans to meet Saturday night. I woke up at 7 and had breakfast downstairs. I was trying to just eat and not freak out about anything. I wanted to work starting 8 so I could be finished early. I wanted to ride my bike on the American Tobacco Trail. It's the only flat trail I've heard about here. I forgot my lunch and went back for it. It was funny because I am prone to forgetting things on my way out the door even when I was younger. No one else was in my room at work when I got there. I liked the solitude. 
I counted the minutes until I would finish. I found myself crying at my desk. I was listening to music and thought of you and how I would get to speak to you soon. The tears rolled down and I wiped them away. I couldn't and didn't want to explain it to myself and just let it happen. Like a visitor in my mind, it went away eventually. There are some things that won't go away by themselves though, and I suppose that's what I have been working on. I finally got off work with big plans to get on my bike and ride. I ate lunch at a Japanese curry place because I had been craving it. Lucky I found one. I realize it's too hot to ride comfortably. It's 92 degrees, but it feels like 100. I wished I was in Buffalo, but it was okay. I am trying not to hope for it too much, or if I am, I am telling myself that either outcome will be for the best. I have been looking at apartments though, and housing is much cheaper in Buffalo. Speaking of which, I have been thinking about Buffalo Chick. Just thinking. I didn't text her. I did nudge her at words. Sad it didn't work out. Confused as to what she wants. Trying to focus on what I want for myself and not what I want with her and can't have. I went back to my room and worked on the podcast. My mom called me saying they had car trouble. Not sure why they called me before the auto club, but I was glad they're all right. She told me later she will probably get a new car and ask me when I will get paid. I'm getting ready to go to dinner with this Sarah person who is a math teacher. I met her on Tinder and we've had a nice back and forth with texts. I like that she asks me questions and is respectful of boundaries. I'm not expecting anything, but I'll try to make sure I have a positive experience whatever happens. Thanks, C.